The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to those expressing them and do not necessarily reflect the OSA Foundation Incorporated or any other group or individual. This podcast may contain dialogue or subject material that could be considered for mature audiences only. All aspects of how you play the game and the OSIP Foundation Incorporated are protected by copyright and other state and federal intellectual property laws. Unauthorized use without the express written consent of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated is strictly prohibited. If you're interested in sponsoring how you play the game, please email us at podcast at osipfoundation.org. Your sponsorship may be tax deductible. that time again no it's not time to fly to chicago just for your favorite salad it's time for how you play the game yeah you like that i know you like that <laughs> taking a shot right out of the oh, game <laughs> it doesn't stop it doesn't stop it's time for how you play the game the official podcast of the osa foundation incorporated yours truly jack for along with you as we talk about what's going on as far as the world of sportsmanship is concerned this is the second episode of january the year is 2023 so glad you can be with us as always, check us out online at osafoundation.org. You can contact the show using the email address podcast at osafoundation.org, and we're on social media at facebook.com slash osafoundation, Twitter and Instagram at osafoundation, hashtag how you play the game. Of course, the bonfire has our apparel, and Amazon has our book, and YouTube has a page, and anything else that I can plug goes here. We have... A fantastic episode for you today. Returning for his second visit, a friend of the show. This is going to probably end up being some sort of weird annual thing that he will end up regretting. But um, he, he he's he, he's already uh, been asking how much you know longer this is going to take, and we just started. And um, he's, he's number. Where can 90. I leave? Yeah, can I? <laughs> When's lunch? <laughs> I didn't even get the chance to use the line of, oh, he's number 98 on the sleeve, but number one in our hearts. And yes, absolutely. I say that that about everyone who wears a number. Our good friend, Mr. Chris Conroy. Chris, welcome back. How are you, buddy? I am great, Jack. Great to be with you, buddy. How you Uh, doing? It's always a pleasure. Um, We have to start out with... I'm humble, by the way, not to interrupt, but being being described as a friend of the show. Yes. That's like, I feel like that's a, that's like, that kind of like gave me a little surge of adrenaline. Like I'm actually somebody... Somebody. Well, <laughs> wait, wait until next year when I say I consider him a friend, and you'll be like, oh, I don't know. Nah, that you was know. probably that was, you probably chose a safer route. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At a certain point, you know, if would I go to his funeral? I mean, if I'm nah. on the road, probably not. <laughs> you know, would I re- would I request three days off to fly back home for? No, yeah. no. not if I'm in Chicago. I'm not. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> please. <laughs> so anyway, we got to start. Last year, you you went two for four with the movie quote game. And, oh yeah, and it is I'm a, it is myself actually. I didn't like how I so well. I like well, this year, for you. this year I'm gonna I'm, we're gonna tr- it's my resolution to get higher than that for okay. you. Okay, is, is four still the number of? Uh... No, we're gonna we're gonna go with five. So you got to get three oh. out of five. One okay. of them is such a softball that if you don't get it, oh. uh, we we're gonna have to have a talk after the show. I don't know if I like that kind of pressure. That's Let, let's let's put it this way. It's, Can I go work the plate in front of 50,000 people? And Sure. I mean, it's basically the same thing, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So here's the softball one. If you can't get this one, uh, there will be a phone over. call made. Okay. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Number one. And all of these movies are, of, of course, the same variety of your favorite 80s comedies, et cetera. Okay. So they're in that, yeah. in that genre. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not trying to like, I'm not going to go with like The Exorcist here. That would just be dumb. Okay. Yeah, don't don't so, do that. Yeah. I could probably get something out of that, though. I have watched it many times. Let's so. see. You're, well, you're a better man than me because yeah. I, I get to the title card and I'm like, no, I'm good. 
you know? Yeah. I can't stay away from it. It's like a moth to the flame. When I see it on, I'm like, okay, I know this is going to creep me out, but I just got to watch. <laughs> now I would actually go like to work the plate in front of 50,000 instead of watching it. So, <laughs> all right, here's number one. Ready? Here we go. You can't throw an umpire out of the game. Oh, naked gun. Come okay, on. Good. good. See, all if right, you good. didn't get that. Whew. I mean, Joe West, by the way, you know, yeah. <laughs> he's still getting 17 cent royalty checks every day because of that. I mean, probably. hey, you know, you he's know? retired now. Maybe it, uh, who knows? <laughs> listen, Medicare won't pay for itself. OK. <laughs> All right. Here's number two. Along the same vein. Yes. A hospital. What is it? Well, it's a big building with patients. <laughs> but that's not important right now. <laughs> Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Shirley, you can't be serious. <laughs> I am serious, and stop calling me Shirley. Okay. I love that movie. Good, good, good. Okay, we're off to a fantastic start. Okay. Here's number three. Yeah, and we're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Oh, oh you're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> it's more natural. Me, like, hey, look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in no tailpipe. That's Beverly Hills Cop. Beautiful, beautiful. Fun man, fact: thousand. Oh, fa- fa- a fun fact! My girlfriend actually prefers the sequel because really? of, because of the the the, la- the most random line of as he's approaching the guy towards the end who's lighting the cigarette and he goes, "Hey, you like rap music?" You know, and he, he's holding the gun to him and what yep. like like I'm yep. from the Rap Coalition of America. You like rap music so much? Why don't you eat my? It was it's every time I, I'll just text her in the middle of the night with, "Do you like rap music?" And it'll, she'll <laughs> wake up and go, "Oh, it's going to be a good day." So. All right, here's number four. This one, you've already got the three out of five, so we can already start to party. Okay. So so everything here is gravy. So now this, this is all just the... icing on the cake. Got exactly. It. exactly. And as and as a baker, I know something about icing. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Now this one's tough. You may okay, not okay. get this one. All right. All right. <clears throat> and it's in Spanish, too. Oh. Yeah. Jesus está en Tijuana. This is, uh, I'll give you the lead actor who did not actually say this quote. The lead actor okay. is Cheech Marin. I mean, it can't be as obvious as, you know, uh, it can be like the Cheech and Chong or Born in East Tommy Chong is not in the movie. Okay. Uh, the only other movie I can think of with is Tin Cup, but I don't think he, that, that's not. Uh, that's too late for this one, yeah. That's too late. Um I got to say I'm drawing a blank. All right. Born in East L.A. Oh, I said born in East L.A. You did? Yeah. I said it wouldn't be. I said it wouldn't be like. Do you have that one of those like uh, the the Geico like replay? You want to go back and look at it? Okay. (laughs) I will do that. I will give it to you. And in person, I I was like, I don't think it's Cheech and Chong. Maybe born in East L.A. Oh, see, once I heard Tommy Chong, I I said I jumped in with Tommy Chong. It's not in it. Okay. So I could be wrong. It's happened once. Or twice. Yeah. Listen, you score ninety six percent regularly on the plate score, and yet every actually ninety seven point eight. Don't shoot me. Okay. Okay. Ninety seven point eight, which is also the my final. The final. Right e- the final evals are out. Ninety seven point eight. That's a beautiful thing. That's a. Be- that's also. That's also my temperature when I run a low grade fever. Okay. <laughs> Two sides of the same coin. All right. Now, if I'm pretty sure you can get this one, hit it out of the park, and mm-hmm. essentially put this to bed, because because I'm running out of eighties movies. Yep. All right. Here we go. Well, we're waiting. Oh, I mean, the, the immortal, the one, the only, Ted Knight, Caddyshack. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> he went five for five <laughs> at Chris Conroy. So on January 12th, 2023, we're going to celebrate this day every year 
as the day that Chris Conroy went five for five in the movie quote game. I mean, I think it should be Chris Conroy day every year on the podcast here. All right, we're doing it. Whether we, I mean, should we just, should we just book it now? Like that? Oh, I'm, I'm I'm done. One, one, 12, 24. I'm back. Put it in, put it in right now. All right. Okay, good. All right. I'm I'm so glad that. Keep it fair. I'm so so glad that we don't have to get our agents involved in this now, you know? (laughs) Uh, <laughs> all right, so now that now that you have have, have destroyed the the movie quote game, let's go yeah. to the real important questions. Mm. If I set the over under at one point five, which one should we take regarding the number of salads that you had in Chicago this year? Oh, I would definitely take the under. Okay. Was that, <laughs> was it a negative number? Like, did you get up and actually like make someone else a salad? <laughs> Not that far, okay. but I. Uh... Yeah, I can't even can't even think of even if I just had one as a side, okay. you know, with a dinner, just didn't didn't happen. <laughs> okay, you heard it here first, folks. Chris Conroy hates the color green. Okay, <laughs> well that's not true, but it's just like you know going. Uh, it's like when you go to like the the Brazilian steakhouses, right? And they have the monster. It's a, it's like a it's an amateur mistake. You go yes. there, you load up on salad and whatever, and then here comes the cavalry with all the meat. And you're like, I got no room. This I mean, is, this is uh, very true. This is the, now, the only now the only response I have to that, because I've actually been to about two major steakhouses since the last time we talked. And yeah. in one of them, they actually take you up to the freezer. It's called the Butcher's Block. It's in Long Branch, New Jersey. They take oh. you up to the freezer, and they show you every cut that they have. Oh, really? And they've got a meat expert there who goes over everything for you. Yep. And, you know, he's he you'll kind of look at him and you go, you went to school for this or or are you special? You know, like, like, which one is it? You know, <laughs> and and the cut of meat, I swear you before it's cooked, it's yeah. it's it's huge. And then they cook it like the old 96er. Exactly. Yeah. And then and then and then which was also my nickname in high school. And then <laughs> you bring it. They, they cook it. and They bring it out. And you're like. It, you almost want to do it. Where's the beef kind of a moment, you know? Yeah. Even yeah. though it's, you know, it's, it's, I feel at that point, I feel like, you know, so it's a good thing. I got all these sides and, and, and whatnot. Feel, you a, little, know? feel a little cheated, a little underwhelmed. Just a little bit, just a little yeah. bit. And then, then I realized that I'm not the one paying for it. And it's usually my girlfriend or someone else. And then I'm like, no, no, this is fine. This is totally oh, fine. You know? Of course. So, you know? yeah. Come on. It's always better when somebody else is footing the bill. I mean, oh, which, which which is which is the title of my upcoming autobiography. I'm an so. expert at spending other people's money. You see? know, like <laughs> see? that's that's see. There's a joke in there. I think about you being like the third man on a crew because of that. You know, yeah, like, maybe. You know, yeah, so, yeah. why am I spending my money? Come on, get over here. You're paying. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Chief, bills up. Yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Bill, you're retired, right? You're fine. Come on. You got yeah, this. No. That's all right. No problem. Um, the other important question, did your daughter finally make up the Miss Gym class that she had? She 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 did. Okay, it, was, good. it was, you know, it was very, very stressful times around here, you know. Okay. But uh I think I think when all was finally said and done, I think the uh the enjoyment of of getting to, you know, experience the World Series with uh with her dad, I think finally kind of won out over the the uh, missing gym and having to be forced to make it up. Yeah, this, this is a good thing. I know they declared a state of emergency in Pennsylvania. You know, as a result of it. You know, so it was uh, that was something else. I was not expecting that reaction, but uh, yeah, she yeah. was all uh, yeah. Now she's all now she's hardcore into the. She got on board with the whole run the Phillies went on last fall. And oh, good. She was uh, she's she's loving she was loving the whole thing, and they got to 
they got to get down and see a few games in the postseason. Some of the guys that were working set us up with some tickets and um yeah, they were she was all about it. Oh, so, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely I'm I'm glad that she got that and I'm glad yeah. that you were, you know, I'm glad that you were on the other side of it, which we'll get <laughs> which we'll get to in another minute. So <laughs> So, so, so how, how has the off season been? I mean, you, you, you had another great year and now you've had all this time off. How are you feeling? How's everything going now? Uh, feeling good. Like this is, yeah. I mean, you kind of, you know, being lucky enough to, you know, get some playoff work and and work kind of deep. So the season ends in October and then, you know, late October. Right. And then it's like, um, honestly, it all, it all happens so fast. Like you get home and you've barely, decompressed and then like boom here's like thanksgiving yep and then and then kind of like then obviously like wham it's christmas and you know and then and for me every year like once i sort of roll the new year i'm kind of like in okay it's like the i don't want to say the off season's over but like in a way it is it's like because now you're just thinking you know january's the time we you know we come together as as a staff for the annual retreat right and you know here come you know, the, your, you know, the spring training schedules come out and here comes the, you know, all the, the literature on new rules that we're going to be working on. And so it's just, you know, there's kind of like that, um, you know, like a dead time from when you get home through the new year. And then kind of once you, once you roll into the next calendar year, it's like, it's, you know, the, the off season's kind of done and it's time to start thinking about the new, you know, the new right. year. So it's, uh, but I mean, it's been good. It's been, you know, it's, uh, you know, body feels feels pretty good and you know i you know you go through that stretch when you come home and you just kind of shut it down for a few weeks and oh, just yeah. and just relax and that's usually when i get like sick and just feel like garbage because <laughs> my body just my whole system just crashes yeah once you it's like wait there's no there's no plane to catch there's no game to work there's right. no you know it's like oh i can i can take a breath and then when you take that breath it's like your body goes uh. yeah your body's like <laughs> you know how i made sure that you did not get a cold for like seven months yeah i'm gonna I make sure that for the whole year right and then as soon as i come home and it's over like i just i'm like i fall to pieces for like two weeks i'm just like you know you can you can pretty much find me just all during the day i'm like napping like yep. frequently yeah. on the couch i'm in bed early i'm like and then a few weeks after that i start to turn the corner it's like okay now i feel like i can enjoy the off season and then right around now it's time to like it's, you know, you know you, thinking you, thinking the new thinking the upcoming season i was so. gonna say since as soon as you start seeing the uh the staff meetings in arizona it's yep. like it's it's over you know you're no, already planning for because like you know you come back from that you're in late january you know then you're i mean you're a month away from the first spring training game roughly yeah. i think it's right i think i saw like february 26th is the first yep. game yep i don't go I, I don't go down right away i'll start like early march um but uh yeah, I mean, it just it, it comes fast. You oh, start yeah. thinking, Oh, where am I gonna? You know, you start making you make a flight, you book a rental car, you're, uh, you know, you're looking for a place to live. It's yep. just you know all those all those things just start popping back up, and it's time to go. Yeah, know? yeah. I just I just booked my flight for for spring training as well, so I know the exact same. We're gonna miss each other probably by like less than a week. When oh you're really? Around. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be flying back probably as you're just flying in. So are you going to be on the over in the Gulf Coast? Yeah, we 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 always spend, like we, spend half the, we spend half the time in Fort Myers and half the time in Tampa. Okay, and we, and we try and hit. I think I think actually because Port Charlotte is shut down, correct, you know, and, and the Rays are, yeah. are are in Tampa. I think we're going to be able to hit every other stadium on on that coast All this right. year. So so we've got it we've got it planned. I mean, I, I was I was saying to to Caitlin, you know, we haven't the last time we were there covid hit while we were there so oh, I, you were there in yeah 20? yeah we okay. we were we we had the last 
I think we missed one game because everything shut down and we were like, why, you know, we haven't been there in three years. Let's, let's go all out, you know, let's, yeah. let's, let's have, you know, have a good yep. time. So yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. So I, and, and, and again, spending her money, I'm, I'm not, why, why would I pay for any, you know, well. <laughs> I told her, I told her I'll buy the tickets. You know, I said, I said, that's, that's the least I can do since I'm dragging you to all these things. Okay. Honey. Yeah. I insist. <laughs> I won't take no for an answer. I right. will. Right. I will take care of the tickets. <laughs> you know how all these tickets, except the one to George Steinbrenner Field, are like five bucks a pop. I got this. Okay, <laughs> I got this. Uh, and when she hears this, I swear to God, I I may lose blood. So so yep. you know, yep. I don't know my blood type. If you find out what it is while I'm unconscious, let me know. I will. I'll, I'll help you. Out. Appreciate Do what that. I can. Sure. So so you had. You, I, I, I was, I was going over your season. I found it to be the most interesting thing. Before you know it, your chief and your staff, because your crew chief Ron Culpa and number yeah. two Marty Foster go down yeah. with injuries. Yeah. First and foremost, how are they? I know Marty's retiring, yep. but both of them looked like they, you know, they missed most of the season. I think yeah. there's head injuries in both cases. Yep. How, yep. how are they, like? How are they doing? Are they? Are they? They're back good. Up like they're running? good. They're ready to go. You know, like you said, Marty. Marty decided to retire. Okay. Um, and but he's you know he's good. I talked to him around the holidays, and he's he's doing well. Just to kind of you know thank him for you know just being Marty because he's a beauty. Yeah. And uh, you know it's uh, you know congratulate him on his career and wish yeah. him best in his retirement. But he's good. He's feeling good. Good. Um, he's at peace with everything, and he's oh, uh, really good. you know looking looking forward to you know what comes next for him. Mm-hmm. And and Ronnie's good. Like he's um, you know again I think. It, like all of us, this time of the year, you feel good, and then you get out there and you start getting beat down a little bit. But, say, yeah. you know, he's been he's been out, he's missed some time the last couple of years with some headshots. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things. You're hoping that you know he can kind of get through a year without without getting one. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was. A, I mean, and not just on my crew, it was just a crazy year, kind of all over the board. Oh, God, yeah. the staff, we had, you know, there were kind of Frankenstein crews all over the place, just put together you know, just to get four guys out there sometimes, um, sometimes not even four guys, yeah. um, you know, somebody goes down, you know, we had a <clears throat> situation in Baltimore where, uh, we had a night game, got to the ballpark and, uh, and Carlos, next thing you know, like Carlos Torres is in the back in the bathroom, like puking his guts out. Oh, Jesus. Um, I think I remember somewhere that, along yeah. the way came down with some food poisoning. So we, we went out there, rolled a three man yeah, and, uh, and then actually even like the next day we, we started cause it just, cause obviously now the travel situation is obviously a tricky thing sometimes. Yep. And they, they had trouble getting somebody to us. So we actually, the following day we started the game in a three man and then I forget who it was. I want to say maybe Alex Tosi maybe okay. came from, you know, came in from somewhere and <laughs> ran on the field in like the third inning. <laughs> Did you parachute in? Is that what yeah, I want? Like you, know? Just, you know, I was like, hey, there you oh, go. Where did you come from? Yeah. <laughs> to third. Yeah. Third base. You know, like <laughs> you are you are a major league umpire. You should be able to control this thing. Okay. Come on. So, but uh yeah, it was just but yeah, I mean again, again, it gave me, you know, not that I ever want those guys to go out, but again, I got an opportunity to to run the crew for about 50 or so games. Yeah. Um last year and it was it was good it was a good experience so 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 tell me about that experience because from from the perspective of the attuned fan i felt like you passed with flying colors did you feel oh, the nice. same way thank you i, I mean, did feel I, I i did actually yeah i mean and i you know i think i'm honest enough myself where i you know there's certainly things i would like to have back certain, right of course 
certain moments along yeah. the way that you know maybe i could have expressed myself more artfully right. um but but uh you know on the whole i yeah i'm comfortable with with the way things ran i don't i don't feel like um i didn't feel overmatched or overwhelmed by you know any of the protocols that i was you know responsible for making sure we followed or mm-hmm. any uh you know manager interaction or you know, solving, you know, a naughty problem out there or handling weather or, you know, I, it just, it, it felt good. I've been, you know, I've been lucky, you know, Ron is a great crew chief mm-hmm. and fortunate enough, you know, he's also probably one of my best friends in the game. Mm-hmm. We talk probably almost daily. Oh, good. Um, and he's just, he's been a great resource for me as have, you know, so many other chiefs that I've worked for, you know, Ted Barrett, Bill Miller, Field and Culbreth, uh, Gary Darling, Jerry Meals. Um, I've had, I've had the chance Larry Van over, I've had the chance to to work under some good ones and 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 you know observe and just yeah. kind of watch <clears throat> you know there's 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 a lot of ways to learn from somebody obviously the picking their brain is one way um and then other times you just sit back you don't have to say anything or ask them anything you just watch how they go about their business yeah um and absorb it basically. and there, you know there's an element too like along the way you know you file away things that man, I definitely would, I definitely want to keep that in mind if I'm in the same situation. And then, you know, truthfully, there's some things along the way you're like, ah, I might want to do that different, you know? So you learn, you learn both ways. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was, yeah, on the whole, I, it was a, it was a very, I think on that regard, a successful season. Yeah. I, I, I would agree. Do you, do you aspire to eventually raise to that level? Do you, is that something I, you want I, to do? I do. Okay, I good. Do. Yeah, I good. do. I mean, um, clearly you can do it. I mean, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it is a, it's a, it's a career goal. Um, okay. it's, it's something I, I would like to, to have happen. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, it's, um, you know, um, I, I, you know, put in my, uh, you know, my, um, uh, my interest for, you know, we have some open crew chief positions mm-hmm. coming up this year. I certainly, you know, put my name into consideration and, um, you know, haven't heard yet, but we'll see what, uh, see what the office has to say. So, uh, I mean, you, you certainly, you know, when the, when the opportunity presents itself, you are certainly, you know, ready to do that. So, um, Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. Thanks, yeah, buddy. My, of course, man. Um, what, what was it like? One of the things I, I kind of watched was what was it like having the technology this year where you were talking to crowds where was that like one of those things where you hear yourself go, Oh God, that's what I sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, it's, it's, uh, definitely when, not in the moment, mm-hmm. like not not out on the field when you're actually in the announcement. Right. But certainly, like if you watch a video of it afterwards, it's like, oh god, that's what yeah. I sound like. Yeah. You know, it's just, and I think like we're all we're all our own worst critic, or yeah. you know, it's just like, oh my god, that's what I, geez, I need to lose ten pounds, or <laughs> I need to like, okay, I shouldn't wear those sunglasses, or what did I, you know, like my uniform looks like crap right now. Like yeah. my, you know, I got sunflower stuff all over my shirt. Like I look like a moron. You started um, the game clean though. So that's what <laughs> really counts. Okay. But yeah, but I, but I, I, I actually, I liked it. Like I really yeah. sort of, I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I get to, uh, you know, I have a, I have a, my undergrad is in English. Um, oh, good. so I've always kind of thought of myself as a, as a decent speaker and uh-huh. uh communicator. So I, I, I felt, I felt pretty comfortable with it. And again, right now we're at the, you know, we're not getting very elaborate with our announcements. It's right. just, you know, so-and-so is challenging. And then you come back and say, you know, it's all more or less pretty scripted. I don't know if somewhere along the way down the road, you know, the, they, you know, they kind of let the rope out a little bit more on right. that. And I mean, not that I, 
I, I aspire to turn into, you know, Ed Hockley on an open yeah, mic and, say, and, yeah. and give a, a rousing dissertation. Right, over, right. Uh, <laughs> There's always a part of me that wants to be like, you know, whether uh, whether I'm watching a football game or a baseball game where I want I want who whichever, you know, ref or umpire is Mike to like turn it on and say, OK, Baltimore is challenging the following play. Be right back. You know, just, like, something, <laughs> something, like something silly like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, there. you know, you figured along the way there would be some, you know, they're, they're, they're you know, with. With guys on an open mic, there you know there'd be some some YouTube gold here I, and there. I, I and, think uh, there are. I think <laughs> there, I think that, I think that there be- was a few, there were a few instances along the way. But, yes, uh, I believe that is. I, the, I just saw the other day there was the there was I think it was Jerome Boger when he was doing a Seahawks game called a penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct on the Seahawks sideline and referred yeah. to them on the mic as the Seattle Mariners. Yes, I so, think I remember that too. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I, I said, well, that's Jerome in himself is gold. I think so. Yes. You know, so and there, I mean, and you know, the gold standard is is a Ben Dreith, the old down there giving him the business yes. way back in the day. The yep. NFL uh, personal foul down there giving him the business. business. <laughs> that I can't remember if that's the guy's that that's his name. It sounds right, but that's the that's just that, I love yeah. that one. <laughs> giving him the business was again my the book I wrote in high school. Yeah, you know, I think that was section like six of the rule book somewhere. Giving him yeah. the business. Giving him the business. You know? Yeah, <laughs> this is before the lawyers got involved. You know? <laughs> All three of them. Um, now you, you know I'm not just blowing smoke when I say this. The league loves you, I think, because oh, because of you you get game one of the World Series in 2021. You were yeah. game three of the plate in the wild card series, Mets Padres, yeah. and yeah. you would have had game seven of, of the ALCS if the Yankees decided to, I don't know, like actually do something, you know, instead of roll over and die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the league trusted you to, to chief this crew for as long yeah. as they did. Do you yeah. have the ability to take take a step back and 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 just appreciate the hard work and the journey that you've taken to this point? Um, yeah, I can. You know, I I think once the once things die down and the season ends, you sort of step back and and you realize that those are those are um yeah those are uh, honored assignments. Mm-hmm. Um, those aren't um, positions and situations that they you know put somebody on. You know they don't take that lightly. Yeah, you know like you're you know kind of in our in our gig. It's when you're the play guy on a winner go home game. You're that you know, you're, you're in a high pressure situation, but you know, the office is saying, look, we, you're the guy we trust to, to handle it. And that's, and it's a, it's humbling, it's gratifying, but it's also, you know, it's something I um, take incredibly seriously. Oh, absolutely. Um, it is. And you know, the pressure is, is high. The margin for error is, is almost non-existent. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you just don't, you know, you know, and again, not to like, you know, every game is obviously important, but you know, over the course of 162 in the season, if I happen to make a mistake, then like, okay, like replay hopefully fixes most of them. But right. you know, maybe if I'm, if look, if I'm human and I maybe have a, a rough night behind the plate, all right. But that's game three of a, a best of three or game seven of a best of seven is not the time to have that. Right. Um, and you know, the only thing that mattered to me was being worthy of the moment, you yeah. know, and performing in a way that you know, lended credence to them picking me. And, you know, I just, I feel like when that all was said and done in that game, they weren't talking about, talking about uh, Chris Conroy's terrible strike zone no. or whatever. It was, yeah. it was a game that was decided as it should be b- between the two teams and the, right. and the players. Right. Um, and that's all you want as a, as an umpire. I don't look for a, not looking for a pat on the back or whatever. It's just like, I mean, you know, 
and you do it and you walk off, you, you know, when you, you know, when you nailed one mm-hmm. and you know, when you like, mm, I'd like to have it back, mm-hmm. but Absolutely. Yeah, those were that, that game, you know, that game, you know, the, 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 being the chief, I felt good about it. Um, for the stretch that I had the, the, the game three plate, um, I felt very proud of the work I did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I would have attempted to do the same thing if it got to a game seven in the ALCS, but yeah, yeah. it's, it's humbling and gratifying. Cause that's a, you know, that's a, it's a big pressure spot, you know. Now I'll tell you what I'm um, what I'm looking at as I'm watching that game three is normally on a cold night you wear long sleeves and you wear the shirt. You went with the plate coat that night. I, did. Now, I, now, coat. I was going to say, was did you just have to get that final punch on the dry cleaning card so you get the free sandwich or something? Or <laughs> I thought it, you know, I thought it, I thought the, the plate coat matched the moment. It was, a, it was oh a, no, it did. It's a big moment. It's just it such did. a it's such I a classy old time look. I just I went with it. You it's know? totally fine. I just didn't know if you had you know a special dry cleaner or something yeah, like it's that. It's very. It's got to be. Uh, I I will. Some guys like love the plate coat and would and wear it like any chance they get you yeah. know I, I i am a i am a uh preferably a long sleeve plate guy yeah me too unless it's unless it's really it's got to be really really cold like those early you know early season games in detroit and cleveland and right because mostly it's it's nice because the pockets are right in front so you can come up out of your you can make a call come up and then between pitches you got like a little a little place to put your hands keep right. them warm i just yeah. sort of i like that and it's just and it, and it is warm you know it's a, yeah. it's a it's a warmer warmer garment to wear but i i do i you know some people my wife always gives me a hard time when i wear it she can't stand really? it oh she's like oh play coat you yeah. know and i think that was the only time all year i wore it i'm pretty sure it was I'm and i'm the- certain i never wore it one time and then i was like you know what I'm going play coat tonight. This is yeah, a, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was definitely that. No, I'm gonna dress for the moment. Gonna dress for the I, occasion. <laughs> you're absolutely right. You made the right call. It's just that when I noticed it again, people kind of looked at me as as I said it, and they said like, "Why are you the way that you are that you notice these things?" And I was just like, <laughs> "You're an well, umpire. You like you notice these things. Like that's do you, that's do you want the file that. from the psychiatrist, or I mean, because <laughs> I have it in the other room." <laughs> As long as you're not wearing the plate coat in like you know August in Arlington, really. That's, oh goodness, no. Yeah, that's although they have I, the Dome Stadium now. Oh, so. thank God for that. Oh yeah. my word, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a fantastic thing. <laughs> oh, I mean, it, it's that and sliced bread really are the two oh. greatest things, and indoor plumbing. I think those are the three greatest things that God ever created. It's so. a game. It's a. I mean that 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 roof down there, amongst others, are those are game changers, oh, man. God, yeah. Those places. It's because I worked plenty of games there. The, you know, day games in the dead of summer, like a getaway day at two, or I think they like. I remember they used to Sunday games used to be like a two o'clock start. Yeah, and it was like, oh, it was, I mean, just suffering. <laughs> you know, just putting it lightly, I mean, I remember yeah. they had they had that clause where you know normally the Sunday night is the exclusive window for ESPN, but because mm-hmm. of the heat in yeah. Arlington, they could actually start an Arlington game. Yes in that window as a result yep. of that and you know I'm, you know people yep. are looking at that like what the hell's going on i said you, yeah you go down there and do that yeah you know yeah it's i mean it's like it's like i mean we joke about it but it's i mean that level of heat and humidity is i mean it's dangerous like it's oh, yeah. uh you know um so it's uh yeah that's a that's a that, that lid on that roof on that stadium is a great thing <laughs> i mean there are times i see guys like i remember watching um i was watching a yankees cardinals game in the middle of the summer and Friggin' Eddie Hidcox has to have the the towel around oh, his neck yep. just to keep him from like yep. fainting for crying yeah. out loud. Yeah, you know? and I mean they've they've come a long way with with things they can provide you to help get you through. Yeah. Um but gosh, I some you know I sometimes think you know like way back when they had the you know in the era where everything was astroturf mm-hmm. and like the I mean I mean and you know you know like the like the old astroturf like just right, a, which is basically concrete like a, with yeah a pool like a parking lot concrete yeah. parking lot 
and just maybe a small little carpeting over it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I, can, I remember like some guys would say like between innings, they would go and just stand on the dirt because the bottom of their feet were like on fire from yeah. standing on, on the turf. They would actually like go, go in the little dirt cutout as much as possible just yeah. to provide some relief for their for their feet but oh brutal <laughs> the fact that we even thought that that was a good idea at some point says more about humanity than anything else really i know i, like, know? I like the way we've gone since the- yes <laughs> yes technology thank you we appreciate that glad you finally caught up um another thing that i noticed i believe you went the entire season without an ejection that's that is correct. Yeah, you no paperwork, yep. which I'm sure yep. you, you know. You're, you're a few equipment war, equipment violations along that's the okay. way. That's okay. No, no ejections. Yeah. Okay. It's like parking ticket. I mean, I mean, you know. did did you enjoy not having to stay late to do the paperwork? I mean, was that fun? You yeah. know, I, it's it, it it's not it's not as it's not as bad as you know one thinks. I mean, and again, you know, in the times that you're when you're the when you're the crew chief, you sort of got to sign off on all the reports that go okay. in. Like if somebody else on the crew has an ejection, right? You, there's a there's a box you check as the chief, like that you've reviewed this approved it and it's mm. ready for submission but um you know the, 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 there's computers in all of our rooms and and a lot of times you know by and large a lot of ejections are fairly straightforward so sometimes yeah. it's not even a case of okay i'm going to be up half the night breaking this thing down and right and writing it up and sending it in where you can you can realistically just kind of handle in the room afterwards mm-hmm. sit in front of it type it out and, and get it in and off your plate but uh it's not. It's not too arduous, really, at all. Oh, it's all good. good. It's all pretty streamlined. I was yeah. losing sleep over this, as you can tell. You know. Well, I know. No, yeah. I know. I can tell. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> is, are you looking in my bedroom at night? Like, like <laughs> on the second floor, man. What do you have? A ladder? Gee. In Cincinnati. It was about two thirty in the morning. <laughs> I saw the light in your. It's like Jack. <laughs> yes, that was me. Yeah. yeah. Be even worse is if you could tell what book I was reading at that point, you know. And the only correct answer is there is the Bible is what yes, I was reading at two thirty in the morning. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Now, th- so there are two. There were two situations that I wanted to ask you about, and please don't give away government secrets or incriminate yourself with these. Okay. Okay. So don't you know? I the last thing I want to do is put you in a bad spot. But there were there were two situations that that i was like i i just kind of wanted to get your thoughts especially because of some of the stuff that we had discussed regarding sportsmanship on the last mm-hmm. episode i felt like they kind of wrapped into that a little bit and that that mm-hmm. was more of the angle rather than trying to get an explanation here okay, okay. so so the first one was in in cincinnati mm-hmm. when when david ross was 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 going you know going at yep. it with you mm-hmm. and and I felt as I'm watching that, and I'm watching you guys. You know, you you were you know peeling the peeling them off of whoever I think was was it Danny who who Dan Rizal, yeah, yeah. So so is would you consider that like a situation where, as I think as you said, you understand the emotion, the 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 testosterone, the stuff that goes Mm -hmm. into that, and and that's just kind of part of the gig, especially now as as the chief of that crew is this. You know, you 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 are properly trained to just say, look, this is not a personal thing. This is Mm -hmm. I understand what's going on here, especially as someone who's having to peel, you know, peel them away from Dan. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I and again, you know, we 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 sort of David and I went round around a little bit in that yeah. situation, and um, that was sort of earlier on. Earlier, I alluded to you know in my time as a chief, maybe some things I'd like to go back and rewind the clock and right. uh, you know do it differently. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's. Um, you understand what's going on out there. Oh, like it's yeah. as I've, as I've, you know, progressed in this, 
profession, you know, it's, you learn that it isn't that, you know, by and large, it's this, what goes on is not personal. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a great line about, you know, they're yelling at the, the uniform and not necessarily the, the person in the uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, not all the time, but most of the That's time. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you, you just learn. And I think like, as you're, and that comes from just kind of, you know, as you grow as an umpire, as a person, as a, you know, you get a little bit, right. It's like no different. We all, as we all get older, we all mellow out a little bit. Mm-hmm. We all learn to, you know, we all grow up and mature and, you know, things that, you know, maybe, you know, caused us angst or to get angry or off the handle. Like you look back and it's like, what was I, what was I doing? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I don't, I, I've just learned as the years have gone on to just, I don't, I don't take that stuff seriously. It's yeah. like everybody's doing a job. Right. Um, you know, it's, it was in that situation. It was obviously it was, it was David Ross's job to, to stick up for his, his team. Right. He's the manager. Right. Totally yeah. fine. Um, as, as the, as the crew chief of my crew, it's my job to stick up for my crew. Right. Um, you know, most of the time, most of the time those things happen in, um, you know, less candid ways. Right. Sometimes they don't. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I, 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 I take nothing personally in this job, you know, next, next day it was business I mean, as usual, it's right? It's yeah. over with. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's, it's a new day. Let's go back to work. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> and and, and it, it really highlights also the fact that, you know, at, at the professional level, like you said, it's, it's, it's part of the gig, uh, but it's never, it, it, it usually, I should say, never is crossing a line, unlike what we might experience at the lower levels where, oh. you know, where it's really abusive, like, yes. like, like, like it, it appeared to me that nothing that was going on in that, and, and in most of these situations, it's yeah. never, it's never like, you know, you, I'll, I'll make sure you never work this game again, kind oh, of a yeah, thing. That, you know, yeah, that whole, yeah, the you know, whole, that's which is which yeah. is unfortunately what we're dealing with, you know, at these ranks. But, but up there, it's you know, it's it's you know, that's yeah. you know that that's part of the gig, kind of going yeah. into it. Yeah, you know? it's a little part of the show. You yeah. know, it's it's, but yeah, you're at at yeah, what what, gosh, it's it. I, and I, 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 I believe this. I tell people, I tell people this, I tell other umpires. I sometimes in a lot of ways, I feel like the job of an amateur umpire in many ways is harder than what I do. I like just, w- just with all the, and again, like, the, the, you know, the, obviously the difference where I am is obviously the, the attention, the, the scrutiny, the, um, you know, like the, obviously the stage you're on is much bigger stakes are higher, all that totally get it. Right. But as far as like the, like the way the game is played, like, you know, number one, players are they're big leaguers yeah like they you know overwhelmingly make the plays they're supposed to make mm-hmm. throw the ball where it's supposed to be thrown everything sort of just falls into into place pretty nicely out there they know it how kind of to, calls itself in a way they, yeah and a lot you know in a lot of ways it does i mean yeah. it's like so really you know I, i've used this analogy too i almost i almost look at our job sometimes you're like a you're like a uh like a rancher kind of herding the cattle it's like right. A lot of times you're just, you know, by and large, they're like, you know, you're going alongside and you're kind of just gently guiding the group along. Right. And then, you know, every so often, maybe somebody runs rogue and you got to go maybe yank them back into the group a little more right. forcefully. But again, it's, it, you know, it's, it kind of plays itself out. And we just maybe more often than not, we're just kind of a, a gentle guiding hand out there to make sure everything stays on the level. Nobody gets any more of an advantage over the other team 
and it, it just plays itself out, you know? I think you just described most bachelor parties, really, with that analogy. <laughs> it's like one guy kind of goes off a little bit, and you got to go out and grab him and say, no, we're not getting arrested tonight, you know? <laughs> or or the movie bachelor party. Or the, exactly. Again, if we, we want to do that, that's fine, too. It's basically the same thing. Um the other the other situation I wanted to to uh, ask you about, and let me preface this by saying you nailed the call, mm-hmm. was was um, the check swing with Aaron Judge, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the reason I wanted to to talk about that was, you know, the way that, you know I'm watching that, and the way that the judge reacts, I'm mm-hmm. thinking if I'm in if I'm in an average high school game and someone reacts that way to something like that, I mean, there's a chance that I got to run them there. You know, mm-hmm. there's, and I'm not saying obviously I don't know, but is that do you think that's a situation where you as a human being know going into that series? We know that Aaron's chasing the home run record that mm-hmm. that you, you almost have to be more empathetic in a situation. You, you know, he's getting frustrated. You almost have to read the tea leaves a little bit. I would agree with that. I think okay. that's fair to say. Um, and again, he he's. He's really very good to us. Yeah, I was going to um, say he's a very classy no, guy. No, he's a he's a very he's very fair. Mm-hmm. Really says not very much, if anything at all, yeah. the overwhelming majority of the time. Um, but yeah, I think you know. Look, going in to that series late in the year, you know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be under a rock to not know right what what he's chasing what he's or on the verge rock, of, what yeah. he's on, yeah. what he's <laughs> yeah what he's on what he's on the verge of of tying and breaking yeah um you know and if and if you weren't aware you're gonna know it right before game one because they come in and and give you the whole spiel on you got to use the special baseballs during right. his at bats and right the process of changing him out and changing him in and all that so n- nothing about his at bats are normal yeah in those in Situations, those especially yeah. in a series like that oh, yeah. so you know, but at the end of the day, I, I still, you know, I'm going to call what I see. Right. Um, you know, had him going on the check swing. They sent it to me. Got it. Yep. But again, I it, there was never even a thought in my mind like, okay, he's gonna he's gonna do something that gets like it. You know, crowd goes crazy because yeah. at that point, objectivity on their end has just gone out the window. Yeah, they want to see the home uh, run. They know. Sure, you know? of course. Yeah. You know, but again, I, I still I still got a job to do, and mm-hmm. uh, um. I'm going to do it. And I, it's funny. I even had a leaving the ballpark that day. We're going up to the car and, you know, walking by a couple of the security guys and they're like, Hey, you did the right thing on judge. That was good. a good call. <laughs> and I, I was like, you know, and, but again, it's like, you know, you know, the moment's big and you're out yeah. there and you're like, Oh geez, I hope I was right on that. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There, there and is, and, there is, you know, that 10 second time where you're just like, I hope nobody can see me sweating right now. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know I think I'm doing a good job of looking stoic and, you know, professional, but you know, inside you're, you know, it's like the, what they can't see, like the duck on the pond, you're like churning, yep. <laughs> churning underneath below the water. Like, mm-hmm. man, I hope that, yeah. I hope I, I hope I, I hope I saw what I really thought I saw. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. So, that is very yeah. fair. And yeah. you know, it's funny you say, you say those things about, about judge and how, how nice he is. I think there's no greater example. I mean, we, we know that it's very tough, especially as they're talking about, you know, the, 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 the automated strike zone and all that junk and whatnot. Yeah. You know, they talk about how judge and like Altuve are the extremes where the strike sure. zone changes. Yeah. And, you know, I, I I always you know people ask me a lot because they talk about how Judge gets all those strikes called it you know beneath the the zone his zone yeah. and I say it's very yeah. simple. The majority of people when you when you've got pitchers coming and throwing one hundred 
all the time, nine straight innings. No one's, as you've said it to me before, no one comes in from the bullpen now as like a soft tossing lefty, you know? No, no. <laughs> so, 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 so you guys have to be, it's almost to the point where I feel like the strike zone is ingrained in your mind. Mm-hmm. And, and just, you know, Judge has learned to, to just kind of like let it roll off of his shoulders yep. to a yep. degree, you know? He knows, he yep. knows what's going on, just like you right. guys know what's going on right. sometimes, you know? Right. And, right. and and he's gonna he's gonna be able to to to, to brush it aside and then yeah. you know pop one you know right after that. Oh, for sure, you he know? handles it all very well. And yeah. again, you know, it, you know, as if we're okay, like using the the electronic, um, using the box as a as a guide here. You know, sure, there's probably ones that 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 are low on him that you know he gets called against him just because those are like just to us. Given the amount that we do it, it's just like a no doubter. It's a it's a rote thing, like you know? to ninety nine point nine percent of the rest of the league. Yeah, um, you know, just like it's funny that you know Altuve's like you know stuff at the stuff that's high on Altuve is also like you know belt high for ninety nine percent of the people. He, you yeah. know, just Judge may probably get more called on him at the bottom because he's so tall. Yeah, every now and again you might be you might climb the ladder on Altuve because. Like he is a he he's a shorter guy. Yeah, but it's like a catcher's still going to receive in a spot where like God, but ninety nine times out of hundred, I'm calling that a strike and not even thinking twice about it. Right. You exactly. Know? Yeah. So I mean, they are they're they're challenging guys to work just because of the of of the height differential, and right. it just sort of it it takes everything you're usually doing and just sort of turns it on its head. Right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you guys are human. You know, you. It's not like you right. guys go out there and go. Oh, I really want to strike Aaron Judge out tonight. Oh, you, know, no. you don't do that. But it's no. you know, it's it, it, it. The dude's tall. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. how yep. dare his genetics be what they are? You know, <laughs> what, what, what what were his parents thinking? Yeah, you know. But they're both. But they're both. But uh, you know, they're both pros. About yeah. It. I mean, Judge and Altuve are, are two guys that really don't come after us very much. I mean, they no. just don't. They no. just kind of play the game and let everything fall where it may, you know, they're, they're, they're both such great players, you know, all, you know, all Houston things aside that, that they're going to be making all-star teams, no matter what, for crying Mm -hmm. out loud, you know, Mm -hmm. they've got Mm -hmm. their money. They've got the accolades. They, you know, they, they know what's up. Yep. You know, agreed. Yep. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit. We, we kind of talked about this briefly. We got 10 umpires retiring this year. Correct. Um, you know, have have you, you? I know you talked to Marty. I mean, have you been able to talk to to anybody else? Kind of see what they're feeling, thinking. I know, I know that in some of them, health played a role. I know. Sure. I saw I saw an, uh, an interview with uh, Jimmy Reynolds where he said he was he was hurting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you do you think that you know what, to to what, let me ask you this way: to what would you attribute it to that we have such a large turnover? Uh, I would I would attribute it. Uh, the first thing I would say is I would not attribute it. Because I've read this here and there and mm-hmm. and seen it, I would not attribute it to any of the the new rules that are coming into that's place. That's fair. That's very um, fair. I know that I've I've caught that here and there that that's been you know like floated out there as a theory that right. you know these guys are you know they didn't want to deal with a pitch clock or uh, um, you know no shifting or any of that stuff and that and that's completely false. Yeah, um, these guys are pros. I, they they yes. be able to I mean, adjust look, to that. I, I yeah. Take my marching orders. You want yeah. you want me to. Okay, this is what it is. Like yeah. I work, I work. We all work for somebody. Mm-hmm. If we work for, this is what's coming in. All yep. right, you know, yeah. that's it. So, I would attribute it to health, absolutely. Yeah, and I, then I just think, you know, some of the the financial climate, as far as some of the retirement things, were right for them to go 
um, now. That makes so, sense. Um, whereas just, you know, had they waited, you know, given the way things are going interest rate wise, um, financially, it's 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 a better climate for them to step away now than somewhere yeah. down the road. So well, that makes those, sense. those things combined with their with their health, yeah. um, I think more so than anything else. So. I know, I know, you know, and you know this as well as anybody. You know, you're on the road for so long and you miss so much that if that kind of an opportunity presents itself yep. to to first of all cash in at the at yep. the height of that, and then also yep. you say I get to get all of these years, all this time with my family that otherwise yep. I might not get. Like, sign me up, you yep. know. And I've reached out to all the guys. I've had conversations just to wish them well, congratulate them, thank them for, mm-hmm. you know, these are all people that, um, you know, that I first met before I was even on staff full time. So right. consider all of them mentors, people yeah. that have helped me along the way. Um, obviously, some you have more interaction than others, but everybody, you know, it's such a small group, um, you know, 68 guys when I was hired, now 76. Right. But, that's a, that's a small group and everybody yeah. knows everybody and everybody is cross paths with everybody. So everybody, everybody you cross path with cross paths with yeah, is English a, is tough for someone who majored in English. I know that's right. You know, yeah. I'll get yeah. there. Um, <laughs> but they're, you know, they're, they're just impactful people on your life and on your yeah. career. And, uh, but they're all very, they're all very happy. They're all, they, they sound great. Um, they're, you know, they're looking forward to kind of the next phase of their life. And right. I'm sure there'll come times when, there's like the pang of regret a little bit or missing it, you know, like right now, January, everybody's kind of used to being home, right. You know, maybe and March rolls around and you're used to heading to spring training, you know, maybe, or, you know, like in October, it's like, man, I wish I was, you know, juices get flowing and you miss you were out there. But I think by and large, they're all at peace with the decision and happy to, to, to be moving on. I would, I would also probably bet that if any of them take jobs in, you know, as, as supervisors or anything mm-hmm. like that, and they're, you know, and they're in the stands and whatnot, they're just like, Oh, this is much better than being down there. You know, it's, a, it's such a fascinatingly different perspective. Like, yeah. we, like we went, um, like we went, we actually went to game five of the world series. Okay. Um, we got arranged tickets through the office. Right. And, uh, so my wife, my two daughters, myself, my in-laws, my sister-in-law and, uh, another friend of the family. So eight of us went down. Oh, nice. And, uh, it was like, I mean, I think, in, you know, 23 years now as a professional umpire, I think maybe I've been to two games as a spectator <laughs> in that, in that entire time. And it was like, it was fascinating to me though. I, I was like, first of all, I love the ballpark. Oh, oh like, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. ballpark. Love, yeah. Love the sights, the sounds, the smells, mm-hmm. all of it. It's in, and the bank is great. I've never experienced it from, from that side. Right. Um, but it, it was just, it was such a, it was such a different, experience to be on 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 that side of things it was so unique and and was awesome <laughs> oh i can i can yeah yeah, yeah. i got it i'm sure and yeah. there, i'm sure there's a party that's like i'm just going to put the hat down low hope nobody oh no, no i was very hey i wore i, I wore new i was neutral colors good um i was not uh not to mention not it was waiting. probably cold right i was actually we caught a good night Game oh that was, was a actually, good night okay. yeah it was, i think you know we we had braced for you know some serious cold but it wasn't it wasn't as bad as i was expecting oh, that's good um but uh, it was it was just fun, and it's you know it's fun to watch, you know. Obviously, I I have no I have no dog in the fight, right. um, other than other than the six guys on the field in the in the black jackets. Yeah, um, that's where that's really my interest. But to yeah. watch my you know my my wife and her entire family, they all grew up in this area, lifelong Phillies fan. So to watch them get so much enjoyment out of that run was, was I'm fun sure that to watch. makes yeah that makes yeah. it all worth it at that yeah. point. Yeah, and you can it's a nice perk to be able to have access to to things that. You know, you can provide an experience for somebody like that who, you know, ordinarily, you know, you looked at the, you know, you looked at the cost of the tickets oh down God, there. Yeah. It was, you yeah. know, it was like, 
you know, so fortunate enough to, to, to have access at, at, at significantly lower prices than that. Yes, yes. <laughs> you don't have to have a second mortgage just to do that. You know? <laughs> yeah, so was, and I'm sure it also helps too. I mean, geez, you're on the road so much to be able to provide something special like that to your family. Yes. And and then to watch them get the enjoyment out of yep. it and whatnot. That's, that's gotta be a special thing too. It is. It's very you know? special. It's, you know, it's, you know, again, things have, things have changed obviously since obviously COVID came in and right. some of the, you know, prior to that you could, you know, it was kind of, you bring family down to the room. You could right. take people out onto the field. And and I remember those moments. And, you know, it's easy when you do it every day and it's your job to just kind of take for granted that I get to walk on a big league field every right. day. And then, and then there are always those moments before where you would, you know, bring a, you know, you bring a, a some family friends down and they have kids and you take them on the field and they hit that top step and they're like, you know, yeah. the look at the look on their face. I'm like, man, this is why I do stuff like that. Yeah. You know, cause it's, I'm very fortunate, and if I can share that with people, then I think I owe it to them to do it. You know? I, I I think that's great. Um, yeah. So, and with the retiring umpires, you're going to have a new crop of guys coming in. I mean, mm-hmm. I know we've heard some rumors as to who's getting the jobs. I don't think yep. I don't think anything has been official yet. Um, Not yet. What, no. I mean, what what do you think? You've worked with some of these guys. What what can you say about this new crop coming up? I mean, I know we've got so many. You know, so many were deputized because of COVID and whatnot. So we got yep. more you know, yep. more in that crop, but what are your thoughts about these guys coming up and the job that they're doing? Guys are, these guys are so talented. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really are for, for uh, it's, you know, I, I always sort of look, I consider myself somebody that's pretty good at calling balls and strikes. That's fair. And then these kids all come up and it's like, I'll be out there sometimes like, and they're like balling a pitch. I'm like, how can you call that a ball? And then yeah. they're right. They're right. Yeah. You know? And then the next day it's like, Hey, what'd you shoot? hundred. I'm like, <laughs> Uh, okay like i mean like it's not even hard like they're just yeah. playing a video game back there like they yeah. can like somehow like you know they're like the terminator they can just like put the put the box over right you know, they're looking at it and just, i mean they're so good they're so they're so talented they're so well trained it's just uh yeah there's no the game is in good hands man yeah I mean, I, you know i know i know we're i know we're we're losing experience you know and there is a there is for sure a value um in that but we're not losing talent right um right and these guys are are talented and uh very good and it's it's going to be games and games and finance <laughs> yeah. i'm sure i'm sure that after uh pat hoberg shot the 100 in in the world series yeah. he's looking at everyone else what did you get 99 come on yeah, i know. mean i worked with pat two years ago he he's probably the most talented umpire i've ever worked with I, and he I just remember- makes it look and it bugs me because he makes it look easy. I know. It's, like, like I, tempo, I, I consider thing, myself, yeah. you know, I got I feel like I got to like grind to, to, to be good. Yeah. And he just looks like, you know, like you could call him right now and say, Pat, go work the plate tomorrow after having not called the pitch in three months. And he'd probably just show up and fire a 99 or a hundred. Wow. Like, yeah. It's just he's got a gift. No, he does. I mean, I remember watch, I was watching a Mets broadcast and they were saying how even Buck said like, Buck is singing his praises on yeah. air, basically. Yep. You know that yep. doesn't happen that often. So. No, 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 nope, not at all. So. No, he's got, he's, he's got, he's got talent. There's, I mean, everybody's got talent, but then there's even, even amongst that, there are people that, you know, you know, in every walk of life, everybody's yeah. good. But then there's some that just like, man, this guy's exceptional. That yeah. even the even the really good people marvel at him. That's mm-hmm. that's that's a, what, that's that's a wonderful that. thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so you've got these new rules coming in next year. Um, can you, can, can you provide any insight as to how you and your, you know, your, your, your fellow umpires are kind of preparing for it? Like what, how do you study for it? How do you, you know, cause, cause, you know, obviously, like you said, 
you get the marching orders. Your opinion doesn't matter here. What matters mm-hmm. is how you how you enforce them. How do you prepare, especially after doing this stuff for so long and mm-hmm. you know banning shifts and pitch clock? Like this is this is new stuff, basically. Sure. You know yeah. how, how do you prepare? How do you you know how how are you kind of getting in into into your head? Like okay, I got to keep an eye on this stuff now yeah. and whatnot. I think you know at the moment we. You know, like I said, we're getting next week. We get together as a staff right. um, with the office for three days. So, um, I, I'm certain that these new rules are going to be a, a heavy part of what we do out there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some stuff to do as far as physicals and a little, few other yeah. things here and there. Little boilerplate, uh, but really. Stuff, yeah. But at this point, we're we're in a push to get ready for the new rules. So they mm-hmm. they they've sent us some out. You know, some you know literature and, and email that. Um, obviously I'm sort of studying and going over in advance of these meetings. Right. And then, you know, when we get there, we'll spend a lot of time with it. Obviously there'll be further breakdowns there on, you know, what we, what we need to look for mechanics, you know, they're always good about providing a lot of video for us just to, cause I, I, you know, I know, you know, a lot of people probably are like me, like I'm a a much better visual learner than Mm -hmm. I am just, you know, reading something on a piece of paper. So you know, when you read it and then they throw a video on the screen and say, okay, in this situation, this is a, you know, this is a proper setup for the defense, or this is a improper setup. And, you know, so, and then, so that'll all take place. I'm sure there'll probably be even like smaller groups that meet via zoom in the, you know, the weeks after the retreat and Mm -hmm. the the lead into spring training. Um, So that's kind of what's going to happen, you know, right now. Um, I, I mean, I, I think it's, fair to say that you know as this rolls out for real during spring training they'll you know we'll all figure it out a little bit more as we get onto the field and actually yeah. see how it plays out there's going to be oh i didn't think of this or what about you know there, it's just that's going to happen you can yeah. only you know the the, the game you, know, you can you can think of everything you, or you can think you've thought of everything in advance and then you'll get on the field and the game will throw something at you that oh yeah we didn't cover that right. yeah <laughs> you know that, i mean it that just, happens every time happens every yeah it's just it's natural it's normal um so it's it it, it's it's a lot of you know it's a lot of work on just studying what they want right you know we're gonna get together probably then get to see what they want and then just keep hammering home at and then you know we we put it into play first day of spring training yeah so so i i know you're still you know you're still going through the process of kind of 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 learning it and and you haven't even discussed it yet at the retreats and whatnot is there anything that you know, you've seen where, you know, if you if you could tell the average fan to, to, to educate them a little bit about it, you know, something to look for, something something that, you know, you're like, hey, check this out. This is why we're doing this now, you know, almost to to to, you know, remove the 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 uncertainty where a fan might otherwise, you know, get upset. Is there anything that you have seen thus far that 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 you could provide, you know, to, to help educate the casual observer? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, this these changes probably you know, more so than every year, there's always little tweaks, right? Right. There's little, there's little modifications to rules, but you know, it's not very often that those, you know, become, they come to the forefront, you know, Mm -hmm. as you, as you, if you're somebody that watches baseball day in and day out, right. um, They're kind of, a lot of these things end up being more subtle behind the scene type things that sometimes they don't even rear their head at all over the course of a year. Um, But I, I, I was telling somebody recently, like, I think these changes are, going to be the most tangible and most noticeable yeah. to like to, to not even like the everyday fan, but even the casual fan, yeah. you know, you're going to show up and there's going to be a, you know, pitcher, nobody on base pitcher catches the ball from the catcher and 
15 seconds go on the clock. Right. And he's ready and, to go. You yeah. know, then, you know, the batter has the batter at the nine count has to be in, in the, the box, box, ready to go, facing, yeah. the, facing the pitcher, ready to go. And then the batter has has to start his delivery before the clock hits zero. Right. If the bat, if the, you know, and then that changes with the guys on base, it goes to 20 seconds. Right. So, you know, batter violates. We had a strike to the count. Pitcher right. violates. We had a ball to the count. Yeah. Um, now you're hopeful it doesn't, that doesn't happen in a highly impactful moment of the game. Like I right. don't want to, I don't want to balk in. I don't want to uh, ball for the winning run in on yes. a violation yeah. by the pitcher. But right. Look again, if that's if that's what happens, then that's what happens. Right. But um, you know, I know they, I know they just want to increase increase pace, increase tempo. You know, up the action a little bit. And uh, you know, I mean, you see what it's done. You know, they've been test running it for a couple of years in the minor leagues now. Yep. Um, and I think last year it was a they put it in Triple A like about a month or two into the season and it yeah. shaved like 25 minutes off the average game time yeah, or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, now look, I'm all for, you know, I mean, games are over three hours. I'm not getting any younger. I'll take, right. 30, you get take 30, the same I'll take 30, 30 less minutes a night on my feet. Yeah. <laughs> that adds up over the course of a hundred. The sooner I can get season. back to bed is, you know, <laughs> or the sooner I can get to the steakhouse without the salad. But, well, I mean, you know, again, you know how you feel like your body, when you walk off a field and you've been out there, three, four plus hours, you yeah. just you beat, you know, oh, and yeah. then, the, and then the games that you walk off, it's like, you know, where you went out there and somebody, you know, your plate guy banged out a two ten, a two fifteen, And you're like, Holy cow. Like you just feel fresh and good. And, yep. you know, so I, I mean, I'm not against that, no, I mean, I do, it's, I don't, uh, yeah. you know, but I mean, we'll get there. It's like, you know, it's like any other rule, like everybody, you know, a little bit, ah, oh, what are we doing? You know, there's right. some, you know, gnashing of teeth and whatnot. And then, and then everybody makes an adjustment. Yeah, and we get out there, and you know it's no different than the the collision rule at home plate, slide rule at second base, just putting four fingers in the air and sending a guy to first instead of right. throwing four pitches. It's we make the adjustment, and then before long, it's you hardly know what's going on. Yeah, you know, so, I find one of the interesting parts about it, um, the the fact that that you guys are going to have to learn certain mechanics to communicate with the press box a little bit. I saw I was down in Arizona for the Arizona Fall League a little bit, and I saw some of the guys. Yeah. You know, doing like the the this signal to get the clock. Reset. I want to give. The, I want to have it be the pump the clock. Yeah, like that's my that's my favorite mechanic in the NFL when they reset yeah. the gate when they reset the play clock. Right. I'm yeah. like, can I just do this, please? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm gonna make a push for that next week in yeah. Arizona. <laughs> this thing this thing looks like um we're not having a party here. You know, <laughs> maybe I'll get a whistle and then give like a legal defense. Oh right. <laughs> uh, wait, I got it. I got it. Throw a flag. <laughs> Anytime there's an issue, I want you to take a yellow flag out and just throw it randomly somewhere and just see what happens. Okay. I will give you I will give you my entire life savings if you do that, which is about three dollars and fifty cents. Okay? Well, let's hope that's all the amount they find me, so then you yeah. can cover it. <laughs> Probably about the cost of the flag, too, right? Yeah. Um so speak speak speaking of Arizona, I want to I want to tell you a quick story and I want to kind of get your response to this a little bit. Yep. Um we, we last time we talked we talked about humanizing umpires and whatnot and mm-hmm. um i like i said i had a chance to go to arizona um to see some family and whatnot and we got to go to the championship game for the the afl and in scottsdale and very nice um you know it was, it was, it was, that was an extra inning game it was it was mm-hmm. crazy and 
uh, you know, they do like the general admission there. So we get there like an hour beforehand and we've got seats right behind the plate on TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, it's you not, know? Crowds are not crowds are not huge in the fall. No, no. In fact, I texted my mom and I said, hey, mom, if you want to see your son on TV, turn on this game right now. And she thought I meant that I was actually working the plate for that game. And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm no, on behind home plate. <laughs> I was behind the home plate. But I, I, I look, at, I'm wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. Mom, come on. You're better than that. You know, I had to. Did you? Two glasses of wine? Is that what it is? Now? You know, geez. Um, so anyway, so I'm sitting there, and Nate Tomlinson is working the plate. Yeah, okay. I worked with Nate last year. Yep. So, 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 and 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 as you know, the guys who work this game, and then like the the, the Fall Stars game, those are again assignments that they take seriously and whatnot. Yeah. You know, even though yeah. it, it, even though it is an exhibition league, so to speak, mm-hmm. it's it, it's it's you're, you're, as an umpire, you're not out there as an exhibition no, league, not at all. You're working for your career out there. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, so, so Nate gets the plate and, and, and immediately I'm like, I know, you know, I know this guy because everyone, and it's funny, you, you know, you'll appreciate this. He's the only one out of the four cats who's got FTX on his shirt still, oh, you know, yeah. so he's got to replace that, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, how'd that work out? Moving, guys? moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 uh, so we're watching the game and, you know, within within a couple of innings, the the small crowd, especially behind the plate, the couple of people start getting really rowdy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, and I I turn over and there's a guy, you know, front row over here who's like really laying into Nate. What like 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 to a very boisterous extent where I'm like I'm surprised that an usher's not coming down here. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, because c- you know as well as I know, you know the difference between chirping and real abuse. You know? I thought I thought they I thought they were using ABS out in the fall league. So I don't o- only at certain places, only oh, in certain okay. parks were they using all right. I remember it. Remember all the particulars. I know it's out there, but yeah, okay. I think I think they were using it in I want to say either Salt River or in Tempe, but they weren't. That sounds right. Salt you know, River sounds right. Yeah, sounds and then right. and they weren't using it in Scottsdale. Okay, I got so, you. Okay, so it got to a point where I'm like looking at the guy, and 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 Caitlin turns to me and says, "Do." You, do you want to go over and say something? And I said, and I said kind of almost like loud enough to have someone hear me like, no, because I don't know if he has a, you know, a gun or a knife or something like that. knowing that they have, you know, metal detectors and whatnot, that sure. he's, he's probably not getting it in, but like to prove a point. And this guy sitting next to me goes, I don't mean to intrude, but what are you guys talking about? And I said, well, that guy over there is really treating this umpire, you know, like garbage. And, and I said, I've been umpiring for just finished my 15th year. And, you know, this is the problem as to why we have, a huge shortage of of umpires at the lower levels and what you know it's yep. it's just it's just unacceptable right uh, to, to to treat people this way yep and, and a woman behind me chimed in and just goes well that's part of the game mm. and and I I I I didn't turn around just because I was like I didn't want to escalate it quicker you know and and I actually wrote this story on OSIP's blog I think a couple of months ago mm-hmm. knowing knowing that there's a part of it especially at your level where it is part of the game. Cause you know, you know, there's 50,000 people in the stands, but it's, it's, it's a different animal than it is at like a youth level where you can hear oh. every single person. Yeah. I mean, that, what, it's actually harder to make something out. The more people there are like, it's yes, all just exactly. kind of like white noise in the background. Like you just, there's nothing discernible to hear, you know, right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, it's the pumped in yeah. crowd noise that you guys had in 2020, essentially, yeah, exactly. you know, <laughs> yeah. um, knowing a situation like that occurred can you give a response as to if if someone were to tell you that 
And, and, you know, if you were in my shoes and you were there watching him and you are a major league guy, like, like, what would you say? How would you react to something like that? You know, where someone says, you know, it's, it's just part of the game, you know? You know, I, I mean, I think even, I think even there, I could, I could live with it being a little bit of a part of the game, mm-hmm. but I think I would also, you know, emphasize the point that in the larger scheme of things, this is a problem. Yeah. Like that there's, there's a feeling now that regardless of the level, (laughs) right. Profession, professional college, high school, even lower down to like, you know, ball and everything elementary school age kids where it's like somehow there's this, like everything is for keeps mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I just, you know, I think I, you know, would, politely disagree that it's part of the part of the gig and we need to work to to have it not be part of the gig yeah you know um look he, he he's out there you know and again not so much at the professional level there's there's things that come with that yeah but the stuff that i read and see about the the lower levels and this particularly the even like not even because college baseball has become so big too, but I mean, you get, you know, you get to like high school and below and you just, every day it's like on Twitter, there's something, there's a story, there's a video yeah. and it just makes you like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like as a, as a society, what are we doing? Like I, I never, I, I, you know, I have, I have some friends and they'll, they got kids like in high school and they'll, Oh yeah. You know, whatever this, we lost this game referees, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Time out. Yeah. You know who I'm you're like, talking to here? I'm like, yeah. first, I said, first of all, know your audience. Yes. <laughs> not rocket science. Yeah. I'm not, I, you know, I, I don't do basketball, but it's still, it's still, you know, the same, you know, anybody that puts a uniform on, regardless of the sport, you know, holds my ultimate respect and admiration yes. because yes. it's, it's, it's thankless work. And like mm-hmm. I said, I think even at the amateur level, it's harder on a lot of levels than what I do and yeah. what I deal with. Absolutely. Um, like I don't, I don't necessarily worry about, you know, somebody accosting me in the parking lot or, you know, whatever. It's, it's just, it's, it's gotten out of hand and it needs to stop. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the way, we need to like, we need to get off this crutch of, well, it's part of the thing, it's part of the gig, right? Like, you know, not, not really. It's really not actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, um, it's like somebody's got to have, you know, somewhere we got to just break the, the cycle's got to be broken. Right. You know, no, but no, you're, you're I, right. I, I don't, I don't know, you know, some ways that feels like a, you know, like a mouse fighting a gorilla, you know, like it's just, it, it, you know, it's like a, it's a, it's a, an uphill battle to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. We got I I'm going out to um, Indianapolis later this month to, for the, uh, the NFHS is having a, a convention or a consortium on officiating and bad behavior and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, w- I feel like we're going to be like 50 people in a, in a convention room, just kind of looking at each other, like, you know, do we all do we all need another drink like like this because yeah. because this is a legit problem you know they they the amount of advertising work that has had to go into saying you know youth sports is on the verge of collapse because we don't have people to right. to, to work the games you know if you don't have officials all you have is a scrimmage exactly exactly <laughs> no you know that's that's a, that's a great way of putting it you know that's what I say you know yeah. and it's just like it's almost you know I know I know there's I know there's work done to train you know, coaches mm-hmm. on, on proper behavior, but right. 
it's almost like it needs to go beyond that and and have you know if you're going to sign your kid up f- to play this sport mm-hmm. like then you as the parent need to go and understand here's here's the behavior we're good with right and here's the behavior we're not right and if you can't engage in the good behavior then you're going to be asked to go elsewhere <laughs> yeah no, that's, that's a very nice way of putting it you know <laughs> And and if you and and even when you see Nate at the meetings next week, just tell him I was the guy cheering for him behind the plate. I will. Okay. I'll let him yeah. know. If I run so, into him, I will let him know. Yes, yes. And, <laughs> and 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 I, you know, I I mentioned his name I think once or twice in the blog post. So if he wants to be famous with a nonprofit from New Jersey, you know. Well, I mean, if you put him in your blog, he's instantaneously famous. Like Usually, that's, that's how it goes. You know, that's. I mean, I mean, your reach is pretty, pretty far, Jack. I mean, Listen, my reach is from about here to about here. So, you know, <laughs> to the mailbox right there. <laughs> Call your podcast the launching pad. Oh, it's exactly. To, exactly. It's on to bigger and better things. <laughs> as I've said about, as I've said about many of the music albums that I have released, this album will be in stores never. So, <laughs> Uh, um, what's, what's going on with the ump's care? Anything, uh, that, you, that you've been working on anything that, that you've seen uh, promote? Yeah, yeah, I mean, a lot of the usual stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if we talked about it a year ago, but they, they recently began a new initiative called the official leadership program. Yes. Yep. Um, where different, different cities around the country at, you know, in conjunction with, you know, the major league organizations, there, letting us use the ballpark and the facilities. Mm-hmm. They put together about, I think it's about a six-week program where they're encouraging, um, you know, young kids to to sign up and get exposed to umpiring. Okay. And and it's more than just, um, you know, uh, having your having your you know being in the slot behind the plate and calling balls and strikes or safe out or fair foul. They're trying to really, um, sort of educate. Uh, and expose kids to the whole package of what of what goes on, and to encourage these kids to to stay with it and provide them with mentors in the local association that they can work with. Right. Um, just because, it's, like we've just talked about, it's it's hard. Yeah. Right. And there is a there is a, a a huge shortage of officials, so we're trying to encourage the young people to get involved, but then we're trying to provide them with the resources that when they face some adversity, which they will undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. You know how to still keep them in it and pursuing it, right? Um, you know the the value of 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 uh, you know it's it's uh, integrity, it's leadership, um, being dependable, being reliable. Um, also, to uh, how to handle your money. Yeah, you know if you're you know if you're fourteen, fifteen years old and you go you know work a weekend of games, you know you're gonna probably gonna have a couple hundred bucks cash in your pocket. Well, what do I do with it? How do I, how do I handle my money? You know, that's part of this program. Right. So it's really good. It's really well done. I mean, it's not, it, and really like everything else about the way Ums Care is run. It's just, it's just well done. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, there's so many good causes out there and the, in the, the, the market is flooded with, you know, people looking for, you know, donations and every, every cause is worthwhile, but this is, this is something that you know. Just the more I get, the more I stay involved with Ums Care. It just, it just, I believe in it more and more with yeah. every passing day. Because um, you know, when you cut through it, to me, if you're gonna it, being a positive role model for a young person is no, there's nothing bigger or better than that. You yeah. know, you can you can literally change somebody's life. You know, change the course of the trajectory of their life. Maybe this program, somebody gets involved who maybe is 
starting to head down a, the, the wrong road and this they get involved in this and it maybe it, it, it turns them around and gets them going a, a different direction so yeah. yeah um it's just well done it's a great it's a great program they're starting the they got the one in philly up and running i'm going to be down there uh in a couple of weeks uh one night um just to, to work with the kids mm-hmm. like i did a year ago right. so just uh you know i always tell the ladies at ump's care that run it i'm like just whatever you don't have to ask me just whatever you guys need yeah as long as i can fit it into my schedule you're I'll, there i'll yeah. always i'll always say yes yeah no absolutely <laughs> yeah. Those, those ladies do such a fantastic job oh, you they're know. amazing they're and amazing then, <laughs> and then when you consider also you know i'm sure you're still doing like the hospital visits and yep you know stuff like yep. that i mean i know they have the scholarship program yep. and you know, yep. I remember I was talking with uh, Fielden last year about that because he knows yep. about you know having an adopted kid and all, yep. and all that. You know, it's 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 so yep. good. Yep, everything that they touch yep. turns to it good. It is. Basically. It really is. Like they you don't know? like they don't. I don't. I can't think of where they've ever like swung and missed. Yeah, you know, like it's just everything is just right on the money. Like and even during the problems of COVID, like just being creative to still continue to keep Ump's care out there, even mm-hmm. though we. You know, we couldn't have kids at the ballpark. We couldn't right. go into the hospitals. Um, you know, they still maintain the presence and maintain the the space and the relevance um, until now. We can kind of maybe get through it and you know normalize out and get get things back to where they were going before. But they're just they're such a they're, they're the staff there is tremendous. What they do is tremendous, and I can't I could go on for oh forever. yeah, I mean, we could do a whole show about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Can, do you can you break any news about whether or not you'll be working the WBC? I am not working at WBC. Okay, okay. <laughs> no. I just want I, I just wanted to yeah. know if I was if nope. you were going to you know China or anything like nope. that. So I am not. Okay. I will be uh, I'll be headed to my usual spring training haunts: uh, Port St. Lucie, Jupiter, West Palm, that circuit. So okay, that's uh, that's my that's where I'll be spending my March. <laughs> okay, that's hey, it, yeah, like you're complaining, you know. <laughs> Oh no! I have to spend a month in Florida. How dare I? You know, it's a, it's a, you know, Jack. It's we all have our crosses to bear. And, as uh, as I said, and last year, and it wasn't even Easter. Um, before I let you go, I got yeah. another silly game that I hope reinforces, um, you know, just how you know how how stupid people think I am, and how uh, you may not be able to look at some of your colleagues the same way without laughing now. Uh, this is a, this is a. I'm going to give you a statement and uh, two options, and I just want you to to laugh at them and tell me which one you like better all right okay all right okay. first one uh and and by, by the way i have been thinking about this for about six months so it's okay it's, yeah all right okay uh better professional wrestler potential based on their strike three mechanic the backbreaker tom hallion or the ripper john tom Payne? oh the ripper john ripper? Tom Payne. okay yeah yeah he, he seems more dangerous it's yeah i mean haven't you seen like the that pitching ninja site yeah, the where they sometimes like yeah. they superimpose like the like the blood splattering yep. when he gives the mechanic. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I'm, Tom, I mean, Tom's that thing. I don't, I don't know how the man isn't like permanently like a back race, yeah. pulling, you know, pulling off that mechanic, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with the Ripper. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure that Tom's chiropractor is a very rich person. First of all, um, <laughs> kept him in business. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and as for John really, you know, I was going to buy the t-shirt that they made for that. The only problem was that they didn't put 74 on the, um, on the sleeve. And I was like, this isn't authentic enough for me. You know? <laughs> So, so I want that one on the record. Uh, better set of guns for a professional official after the retirement of Ed Hockley, Jim Wolf or Mike Malinsky? Oh, Wolfie. Wolfie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, and, and especially since he he has been, and I have good authority on this that uh, he is responsible for uh, a lot of the childhood diabetes with the amount of candy that he gives to the kids who come to the ballpark now. I I have no doubt that's the case. Yeah. No, he's no doubt that's the yeah. case. 
It helps when you wear it helps when you wear a a shirt that's three sizes too small and have it tailored. So, but that's, but, but I'm not taking away anything from the man with his, you know, with his workout (laughs) regimen. Jim Wolf's tailor and Tom Hallian's chiropractor walk into a bar, you know, Uh, better flowing mane of hair that may result in a shampoo sponsorship, Phil Cuzzy or Chris Guccione. Oh man, that's, I got to go with Cuzzy. I, that's what I would pick too. That's yeah, because he's always to me has had. I mean, there's 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 a few guys with very good hair. Yeah, uh, Allen had great hair. Tom Payne has great hair. Ripper mm-hmm. has good hair. Yeah. Um, I think I, I got to go with Cuzzy though. Got to give okay. him the nod. No, I, I, I mostly because I, th- I think it's been. I think because Gooch has kind of let it go more recently. Yes. Whereas I think Cuzzy has just had like that consistently fantastic hair for ever. <laughs> I remember I remember in 2020 being in Bradenton and I saw I saw I was just seeing the umpires out of the corner of my eye and I saw Cuzzy's hair before I saw anything else. I was like, oh, oh there's no doubt. Game. It's, you, know? you know, exactly. It was, yeah. Some uh, people got to wait till they call a strike or whatever. Uh-huh. And then there's others like it just. Oh, yeah, that's Cuzzy. Yeah, just exactly. hair. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if He's you're going to have hair that. like that, you better be known, you know, <laughs> uh, great outdoors quote for you there, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got the hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next book I have to write, okay? Oh, man. Okay, scarier off-season beard, since you have a one yourself. Uh, oh. Teddy Barrett or Alfonso Marquez? I don't know if you've seen them with their off-season beard. I have I, seen them. Okay, I've seen yeah. them. I haven't seen, like, the, this you know, this off-season's recent version, but I've I've seen some through the years. I think I'd give Fonzie the nod. I think he so, can, too. He can, he can get it going pretty good. Yeah. And I've heard him say, like, when his – I heard him – I worked with him this past off-season in the playoffs, and he was saying – and when his when his day's over umpire and he's gonna let that thing go like oh. you wouldn't believe, which I can only because I mean some of these guys, it's like I can't I can't I mean I can get a beard going, but I can't right. do anything crazy in the span of like a single off season. Yeah. Where sometimes you see these guys, it's like, I just saw you two months ago and you had like you were clean shaven. How do you have what do you, you know Rick Van Winkle now? And yeah, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, those are they're both strong candidates. But I can yeah. give Fonzie the nod. If you if you look in Fonzie's beard, I think you can actually find things that he lost like ten years ago. It's very you know? possible. So, I, I completely so, agree. Which is weird because <laughs> he shaves it before every season. So I don't know what the hell's going on there. Uh, and finally, more likely to succeed as a pirate if umpiring doesn't work out: Mark Carlson or Lance Barksdale. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> two of like the nicest guys on staff who would probably never be a pirate but <laughs> uh i'm gonna go with you know what i'm gonna give the nod to lance i would do the with same his, with his strong with his little i'm gonna give him just on virtue of the the strong mississippi accent mm-hmm. you know lance lance yeah. <laughs> he's got he's got a little bit more bite to him mark just seems I, I like so. the it's, nicest it's, guy you know the sound of his I'm not saying you know, lance isn't you know no lance is a fit you know but i i'd give him i think i think i have to give him the nod based on the based on the uh the, the draw okay so, good good yep. these are these are all going to be on the test later too so if you're studying for that test you know make sure that you, <laughs> you, you you're prepared for that are these going to be on the one at the 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 trivia nights you run at the yes at the, uh, yes yes I absolutely P3-1. will ask these these are tiebreaker questions mm. and anyone who doesn't get them right gets thrown out of the restaurant um, <laughs> very forcefully too by, yes. by you know by some busboy who's you know just seventeen trying to you know make a couple bucks <laughs> ah, you know uh, yeah again crosses the bear right yes exactly hundred percent yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chris, I can't thank you enough. This is this has always been a, a blast. I look forward to it so much every year. Um, I- 
don't don't be a stranger you know i won't no i, I love it I, I i thank you for having me i uh-huh. this is uh you know i think i've told you this before off air but i i enjoy this immensely it's like i uh i don't feel like i'm on a show i just feel like i'm you know shooting the breeze with a buddy for an hour yeah. and uh it's a it's a great time and and appreciate all your work and what you're trying to do so thanks for having me oh it, the pleasure is all mine uh first round is on me or osip so you know if you <laughs> want to get the, the the top shelf stuff you know the second round on your girlfriend is that the... probably that's probably <laughs> it yeah in fact she may end up paying for the first round then i'll have to reimburse her you know well, from from the you know, account but uh, that's okay <laughs> you know, again crosses to bear you know that's so, it absolutely so, and uh and and if you want to ever you know if, we've had some nice january days if you want to if your shoulders up to it and you want to get that handicap down you know where to find me sure i'm, Sneak I'm one in maybe before i head south uh, i would love whether, nothing whether more. cooperates so, so yeah yeah so um Again, keep in touch. Stay out of trouble. Absolutely. Watch out for Always. bears. Drink your milk. Stay in school. You know, all that stuff. All this, all <laughs> the stuff that you hear. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. Hope you enjoyed the show. Once again, uh, you can visit us at osipfoundation.org. Email the show at podcast at osipfoundation.org. Facebook.com slash osipfoundation. Twitter and Instagram at osipfoundation. Hashtag how you play the game. Remember to, uh, there are plenty of salads in Chicago that Chris is not eating. If you want, you know, if you're looking for one, he's, he's donating them on a regular basis. So please, you know, the dressing might be on you, but you know, he'll, 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 get, you, he'll get you the salad. So uh, until we talk to everybody in just a couple of short weeks, please remember to treat each other with respect. How You Play the Game is a production of the OSIP Foundation, Incorporated. The producer-engineer of this episode is Sean Ryan. Music by SoundSpring Studio. The executive producer of How You Play the Game is Jack Furlong. For more information, visit osipfoundation.org.